0: We're an absolute mess. When COVID started, it was just like, nobody knew anything. And you know what? Today, nobody knows anything. It's amazing how wild people get when tragedy strikes. They only care about the vote that you give them, about the money that you give them, about the attention that you give them. It only matters when it benefits them at the end. They don't care about you. Familia, familia, this is the Nice Veins Bro podcast once again, the number one podcast for nurses who want to live that next level life. I am Nene Pablo, host of this podcast, registered nurse and creator of Nice Veins Bro. Can you believe that it is 2023? Can you believe that? It's hard for me to believe that. I feel like since 2020, everything has been absolute blur. The last three years have been wild. The last three years have been wild. It all started with that, uh, pandemic, you remember? The worldwide pandemic. Uh, 2020 introduced us to that. Uh, Really, it was 2019, but it became a global pandemic in 2020. And then so many things happened. And I made a list here. 2020, we had Kobe Bryant's death and also Chadwick uh, Boseman's death from Black Panther. Ruth Ginsburg died as well. Uh, Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle quit the royal family. President Donald Trump faced impeachment black lives matter protests peaceful and non-peaceful because of george floyd and then joe biden and kamala harris took over the u.s uh in 2021 people stormed the capitol extreme cold extreme heat i remember even you know when lex and i got married went up to uh, san francisco and up to oregon and we were expecting beautiful weather and it was hot You know, at the beginning of the year in February, when I was living by myself, we had that whole winter freeze over Texas. Crazy, crazy. Donald Trump then gets banned off of Twitter. Weird. Um, And then the Taliban takes power just as U.S. uh, is withdrawing from Afghanistan. Uh, And then also Kyle Rittenhouse acquitted on all accounts. All of this is happening in the last three years, by the way. Uh, because of his shooting a guy in self-defense. Uh, COVID-19 vaccines were rolled out and made available to everyone, available and mandatory, I should add, people getting fired over mandates, healthcare workers getting fired because of the mandates. Um, in 2022, uh, global inflation rises. Um, this is this past year uh, to absolute record highs. Um, not just here in America, but everywhere else. Uh, Biden wanting to cancel student loan debt and then also at the same time sending billions to Ukraine. Meanwhile, uh, the southern border continuing to be an absolute hellhole. Elon Musk buys Twitter and starts uh, firing everybody. Um, Roe versus Wade is overturned, giving states liberty to do what they want about abortion. Dr. uh, Anthony Fauci Decides to retire, Queen Elizabeth dies. Crazy kid opened fire at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas, absolutely tragic story. Uh, The World Health Organization declaring monkeypox as a public health uh, emergency, Nancy Pelosi steps down. Trump decides to run again in 2024. Kanye West makes weird remarks about Jews and decides to run for president. (sighs) What is happening? All of this is in the last three years, my people. Why does it feel like I've I've blinked and three years have gone out of my life, out of the window? How, how, what on earth? I'm so confused. I am beginning this year in 2023 hoping, hoping that things are more normal. What is going on? Stick around in this episode, I wanna talk about what I have learned about society, about myself and about God. Hola, mi gente. Everybody has a crazy nursing story to tell. If you want to share yours with the world, send it to me. I'll feature it here on the podcast and you can get my take on it. You can also ask me questions. Love questions. Remember, HIPAA rules do apply when you're telling your story, of course, and I will make sure you remain anonymous. I don't know what you're waiting for. Send me a message, niceveinsbro.com slash podcast. That's again, niceveinsbro.com slash podcast. Looking forward to it. You guys, the first lesson is a lesson that I have learned about society. Have you ever heard that quote uh, that says that whenever a disaster hits, you are propelled forward into the direction you were already going? Uh, The lesson number one that I learned about society is that we are, as a people, as a society, as a world, we are sheep. We are sheep. When something, when there's a threat, everybody goes scattering everywhere. People start to follow anyone. Whoever is bringing the most attention, they start following that, running away from, they don't even know where the enemy is, and they start running. Everyone scatters. People start bumping into each other. Uh, We start bickering, we start complaining, we start getting angry at each other. We have absolutely no direction. People freak out. We start following random ideologies without thinking twice about them. And then we get so faithful about that ideology, it is so hard to change people's minds. It is so hard to change people's minds. I mean, you show somebody facts dead in their face, and they'll just look at you and deny the fact. It's amazing. Facts today are subjective. You can literally have an argument about something and go online and find "quote unquote" reputable like studies and statistics to support your argument on both sides of the argument, and you can have reputable "quote unquote" studies. Studies are funded by organizations. They're they're. They're biased. The researchers are, are biased. Uh, people will quote any statistic in order to make their argument sound legitimate. If you, have, if you are online, if you've got a certain following, all, the ma- all of a sudden, you are of higher value to society to, than other people because what you say is cold, hard facts. People are brainwashed. People are manipulated and, and corrupt and and you have loads and loads of people following (laughs) like a religion certain ideologies it's we are sheep and and we don't even question we are a mess we're an absolute mess when covid started it was just like nobody knew anything and you know what today nobody knows anything it's amazing how wild people get when tragedy strikes. Everybody has an answer, and at the same time, nobody has an answer. Who do you trust? Who do you, who, what, what are the facts? Things that were just such grounded, solid truths are now just absolutely thrown out the window. Oh, that's not, that's not reality anymore. So it's, it's, it's amazing. That's what I've learned in the past three years about society. The, the second lesson that I've learned in the past crazy three years is something that uh, that I've learned about myself and that is that I must value personal responsibility in a world where I am I can be deceived by anybody and it's it's very difficult to trust uh people I've got to value the personal responsibility that I play in my own life the 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 power that I have over my own life I've got to vet what I consume I've got to be careful Um, that I've got to think for myself as opposed to just adopting new ideas without vetting it. I've got to take charge over my own thoughts, the things that I decide to watch, the things that I decide to listen to, the voices that I allow around me, the friends that I hang out with. I've got to value personal responsibility in in this world that is, is wild and crazy. I think we can all agree that corporations, organizations, and associations, all of the Asians, uh, where there's this large body that seems to be so powerful with just a couple of people up at the top making all the decisions, they none of those care about you. None of those entities care about your day-to-day. They don't care about you and your family and your job and your feelings. Doesn't matter what political party you associate with, whether it's red or blue or green or whatever, purple, I don't care what color you associate. Nobody in these the, at the top who is, are so far removed with day-to-day life from your personal experience actually care about you and your experience, about the work that you've got to put in to put food on the table about the sacrifices that you make on a day-to-day to to make sure that your kids get the best education or whatever, whatnot. They don't truly care about the debt that you get yourself in or the unhealthy way that you live your life. They don't care about you in that way. They only care about the vote that you give them, about the money that you give them, about the attention that you give them. It only matters when it benefits them at the end, these massive corporations and organizations and all, all of that. They don't have a personal relationship with you. And so the people who truly matter, who deserve your attention and your time are the people in your circle, in your community, your direct community, the people who are within your proximity. Those are the people. Those are the individuals. And so the lesson that I have learned is to value what the the role that I play within my community and within my life, taking like... Personal responsibility is everything, man. I read this book uh, called QBQ. I can't remember the the authors. Let me see if I can find it here real quick. I can't remember what year I read this. Let's see who the author is. John G. Miller. Shout out to John G. Miller. I don't know how I heard about this book, but I read this book just a couple of years ago. I think right before the COVID pandemic. And I it just, it changes your life, man. It's a, And it's entirely, it challenged me because I, it's one of those books that make you feel like, well, you kind of throw up your hands in the air and say, well, you know, who can I blame? And then you start to realize that that that's the whole point. We get so used to blaming other people. We've got to take personal responsibility and start thinking for ourselves and vetting what we consume. I'm not trying to say that we have to be Super individualistic. But what I am saying is that we've got to be, you know, gatekeepers to our life and gatekeepers to our families and to our communities. You know, like we get so hung up on an ideology that someone from somewhere else, miles and miles and miles, hundreds of miles away, who's speaking into a mic, who who thinks he's so important, he or she is so important. We value their opinion more than the experience of our neighbor. Like, Think about that. That's how divided we've gotten. We've got to take personal responsibility over our lives and over the lives of the people around our immediate community, our families first, and then our friends from the community. Let's take a quick break and then I'll tell you the third lesson, something that I learned about God. number three that I have learned in this past three years, 2020, 2021, and 2022, is a lesson that I learned about God. And that is that ultimately, God is in control. Bro, before you turn this off, hear me out. Hear me out. I want to tell you my experience. God in my life has answered prayers. He's kept his promises. He's showed me grace In the past three years, I would stop every once in a while and get so discouraged, so like my I felt so out of control. I felt I looked at my life and I said, "What is going on here?" I feel like everything is going wrong. And in one of those low moments where I was feeling so out of control, uh, and and I felt like I wasn't living the life I want to live, and I was so unhappy. And this was in this this was in June of this year. I find myself in like in this pit. And I felt like God basically kind of slapped me in the face and started reminding me of the ways that he's been there for me and the things that he's given to me and the blessings that I've experienced, even through the hardship. Yeah, I don't remember where it was, whether it was in the car or in, the, in my room or something, but I found myself like weeping over how grateful, truly grateful, overwhelmed with gratitude um, about all of the blessings that I've ignored about the times that God has shown up, you know, when my, my cousin who was faced with a life or death situation with COVID, she got COVID and she was on a ventilator and we prayed and prayed and prayed for her life and she made it through. She stared at the very face of death. I thought she was going to die. I was so sure she was going to die. And yet I still prayed to God if there's any way. And she made it through. I don't know how. It was a miracle. My oldest sister graduated from PA school. She's working as a PA now, which was a dream come true for her. My sister graduated with a master's of accounting. My brother fricking graduated from a, a doctor of optometries An eye doctor now l- working in the area. Seeing how God has brought my family from nothing, from like poverty, where we didn't even know what was gonna be our next meal, single m- mother home. I mean, it was, it was bad. It was four kids with a single mom and how he pulled us through. And now, you know, look at look at my siblings. Like that is, that is pure God. Those were prayers that were answered. That was all God. And then I realized I'm living in a house now. Like I literally bought a house. Well, I haven't actually bought it. I still have a mortgage. But the point is that I'm living in a house where I can, you know, I have a roof over my head. Now granted, it's not the best and biggest house in the neighborhood, great, that's fine. But it's a house that I'm able to afford. It's a house that I can live in and that I can enjoy. And then I realized that I I married the most beautiful girl of my dreams, amazing wife that I thank God for every single day. She is literally amazing. I freaking love her. I realized I'm working at a job away from full-time bedside, which was also a dream, that I asked God, Lord, please take me away from full-time bedside. I love nursing but I I can do it PRN and to realize that now I'm working with with people that I love, My, my boss now is amazing, flexible, understanding, appreciative of the work that I put in. Not to mention that my PRN at the bedside right now is also working with managers and supervisors that I love. They are awesome and coworkers that are amazing as well. A lot of growth seeing that in the past years I've overcome addictions like pornography, overcoming the, uh, the feeling that my life is without purpose. I was in such a bad place after graduation. And now to feel like, look at the progress that I've made. I keep finding new people within my friend group and community that I can relate to. And I continue to build healthy relationships. And now I get to build this dream business that has been a desire from for for years. Ever since literally nursing school. that I knew I wanted to do something like this. And, and look, I, I'm, I'm chasing after it. With support from friends and family that keep pumping me up and motivating me. It's, it's literally a... It's amazing to see that through all of the crazy, crazy last three years. To recognize that through all of that, I have seen God answer prayers, keep his promises, and show me so much grace and mercy when I don't deserve it. God really is in control. share three Bible verses, and then I'll, I'll, I'll quit. I promise. Isaiah 46, 9 through 10 says, Remember the former things, those of long ago. I am God. Another is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, he says. I make known the end from the beginning, from ancient times, what is still to come. I say, my purpose will stand, and I will do all that I please." Y'all, God is in control. God is in control. That doesn't mean everything's gonna be perfect, but it means that I know things are in his hand. There's still an evil, Satan, a devil, right? But I know at the end of the day, he, has, he is sovereign. He has all power. And that doesn't mean that you know evil and bad things don't happen. I mean, at the end of the day, we still have an, a very real devil who is out to destroy us. And I'm so freaking glad that someday he's going to put an end to the devil. Philippians 4, 6 to 7 says, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation by prayer and petition and thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. And then the last verse that I want to share is found in Psalm 23, 2 and 3. Remember that thing that I said about Um, us being sheep lost and being a mess that we follow the wrong way and we all get scatterbrained when uh, a threat is nearby. It says here in Psalm 23, 2 to 3, it talks about how God is our shepherd. He says, the Bible says, He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths. For his name's sake. And so right there, you can see if we submit to Christ and allow him to be our shepherd, he will lead us into peace, into knowing and resting in him. Y'all, there is plenty we have control over. We have control over our attitude. We have control over actions and the choices that we make. There is still a lot of free will. And we are in control of a lot that happens to us and how we think based with, you know, on our choices. That is the personal responsibility we've got to take. What about all the things that we can't control though? Can't control time, you can't control society. You definitely can't control others or even our circumstances sometimes. You know, part of living that next level life, y'all, is actually surrendering. Part of living that next level fulfilled life is ultimate surrender and rest when you realize that you cannot control everything or others. Resting in something or someone, I would say, outside of yourself. It's a refreshing feeling. That is a key aspect of living your next level life. Have gratitude for the good things, even if they're small. Realize that there's blessing through hardship. And I would encourage you to sincerely ask God for that kind of peace that passes all understanding. And I'm telling you by experience, that is a promise that he will keep. That's it for this episode. If you enjoyed it, please, I encourage you to share it with someone or review the podcast on where, whatever platform that you use to listen to podcasts. Review five-star review and share why you enjoyed it, why it means something to you. It would mean everything to me. Um, in the last couple of weeks, uh, I've saw, started seeing some people sharing uh, some stuff from the podcast and oh my gosh, it really encouraged me. So uh, please, if you'd like to help me build this brand to empower nurses to live that next level life, uh, you know what to do already. Uh, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, you know, like and share and make sure and review the podcast. I really appreciate you, everyone. Remember, be a positive force within healthcare and society. Que Dios me lo bendiga. When I would listen to podcasts before I became a podcaster myself, I didn't realize how much leaving a five-star review helped. And so, now on this side, I just want you to know that it really does mean a whole lot when people review and share the content. So if you enjoyed it, please share it with somebody and leave a five-star review on whichever platform you use, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. And if you're interested, you can also find us on social media at Nice Veins Bro or shop online at NiceVeinsBro.com. My personal stuff you can find under Nene Pablo, which is spelled N-E-N-E. P-A-B-L-O. I spend most of my time on YouTube making vlogs and videos and on Instagram. So I would love to connect with you. And remember, be a positive force and influence within healthcare and society. It's all about God, wellness, and purpose here. Thank you for listening.